Anchor.fm out of Philadelphia. I'm Quincy Stallworth with Quince Questions. Today we talk with Claymont Delaware, singer, songwriter, producer, musician, and actor, R&B king of Delaware, I like to call him, Jukebox Soul artist, Nico Bryant. Uh, Nico and I had a great conversation. We listened to a lot of his great music. This interview happened a few months ago. Everything's been thrown off because pandemic is crazy, but we're getting our footing and I want you to stay tuned because we got some great music. We got some great uh, words of encouragement and we got some commercials. So stay tuned for the amazing interview with Nico Bryant. But first, a message from our sponsors. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hey y'all, my name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Mini Empire LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you. Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents. It's a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our wonderful host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. You gotta love that. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Stallworth. I'm here with the amazing, talented singer, songwriter, musician, Nico Bryant. Okay, okay. So they apparently have been watching your videos too. So, Nico, first of all, I got to know where you developed your vocal talent from because I believe, and my wife said this when we were watching your videos and listening to your music, she said, This is a guy who sings tenor in a really good church choir. And I was like, mm. I don't know. I said, I don't know. She goes, no. Because her mom taught choir at uh, at a, a big church here in Philadelphia called Tinley Temple. And so she's like, uh, yeah, he, he's a choir singer. And I was like, really? <laughs> so, you know, it was a little debate. I, I believe that you that you came up with this on your own after um, your, your class trip to uh, Osborne Industries. And a radioactive <laughs> spider slid down and bit you on the back of the hand. And then suddenly you developed these vocal cords. <laughs> you know, finish the finish the contest. Help, help me, help me be right for once with my wife. Man, I would love to help you be right, but um, sadly, I was not bitten by a, a radioactive spider. Disappointing, <laughs> very disappointing. <laughs> that would be a cool origin story, though. For yes, real. it would. Yes, it would. So, but, um, wow, I... <laughs> how did you develop this vocal tone? This is. This is real. This is like, you, you got a real nice tone. And then, you know, for those of you who follow, you should follow him on YouTube, Nico Bryant. He has this great cover of Ascension by Maxwell. And, you know, I was like, you know, you had me at, you had me at the opening uh, one. So um, <laughs> go ahead, please tell your story, please. <laughs> so um, believe it or not, I wasn't one of them kids, you know, who sang as a, uh, I wasn't singing as a kid. I was playing the drums up until I was like about, 11 or 12 wow and um 
I was in choir in elementary school, but you know that's just kiddie songs. Yeah, no, we're singing yeah. like in one or two part. But yeah. then I got to middle school, and um, I was in choir all through middle school. But what really did it for me to start developing my vocals outside of what we were doing in choir class was um, New Edition. My best friend mm. Daniel, aka the Brilliant Dan, he um, he was like, "Yo." You gotta hear this. So he, he he lent me his copy of the greatest hits, New Edition. I listened to that thing top to bottom all the time. I was like, man, I want to sing like Ralph and Ricky. And uh, yeah, that's how that's how it started. It started with New Edition. Then I listened to a lot of Usher. Then um, some Jodeci and Boys to Men, D'Angelo. So listening to cats like that. So yeah. so. With the new edition thing, you know, I got to know, have you ever done a cover of Can You Stand the Rain? And if so, I got to find it. And if not, you got to do one. <laughs> so actually, I did like, um, like the super medley thing. Oh, it okay. was, uh, if it isn't love, Mr. Telephone Man, Can You Stand the Rain? And that's on SoundCloud and YouTube. And I did that, um, those three songs specifically, because it was like back in 1990 on some music award thing new edition all six members they did those three songs and that medley just was amazing and uh so i did it i, I lengthened the songs a little bit like because when they did it they was pressed for time because you know television award shows mm -hmm. but i did at least the um the chorus and the bridge of each song so yeah i did that now you do some serious <laughs> covers on your youtube page you also do a great cover of uh of Marvin Gaye's uh, "What's Going On" and you do you do uh, many other covers and uh, is that how you got started? Like really, you know, developing your style by doing the covers, and then it kind of yeah. morphed into your own music. Yeah, that's how it started because um, my first cover that I put out was "Prototype" by Outkast. Mm. I, I did that. Then I did "Let Me Love You" by Mario. That one was like a mashup of things. It was Let Me Love You by Mario. Can't Help Away by Trey Songs. I had Let Me Love You by Justin Bieber in there a little bit. Um, I had the vocals from Let Me Love You by Neo in the background. So doing doing types of mashups and stuff like that, that's kind of what also helped me find my sound. Because I would mix a 90s or 2000s R&B song with maybe like a another song hip-hop or r&b or just my own idea or whatever right so coverage is how i got started now let's talk about this incredible ep you dropped this year titled foreplay now why you chose to go with the foreplay title i'm going to ask you i do love it i do love this ep i love the title i even like the cover uh what was your influence for this um so i'm gonna start with the name so foreplay i decided to name it that because it serves as the prelude to my upcoming sophomore album. And uh, so, you know, when you with a woman or if you, if you were a man, if, if that's what you're down with, hey, I don't discriminate. We don't judge. Do we don't judge. We don't judge. We don't you judge. Live your life, you get yours. You live know? your best. Live your best life. <laughs> Amen. So um, when you got to get down with somebody, the foreplay is like the, the lead up to it, you know. So that's why I wanted to name it foreplay. I like and, that. Uh, I like that. Yeah, the album cover, like the pose I had was inspired by Rafael Sadiq, who is a huge influence on me, man. Mm. So he was like sitting crisscross on the instant vintage cover. And I was like, I want to do that, too. So I did that. Who was the photographer for you? Um, It was actually Dan's uncle. Really? Jeff. Uh-huh. Of uh, Purple People Media. Mm. So, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Jeff. Now, let's talk about this. First of all, the production on this uh, uh, EP is really great. I want to call it an album because it's really good, but <laughs> it's just an EP. But we shouldn't just say it's just an EP because it's a great EP. So Thank you, man. Let's talk about this great song you have titled Love of My Life. You mm. really go in here. <laughs> Love of My Life, Sonny, man. That song was written about... Um, at the time I wrote it, she was my girlfriend, now my ex and still friend. But um I really I really fell for her fast, man. Mm. And and we would just we were great together. And I I wanted to I, I wanted to like make a a audio love letter, you know? So I was like, 
If I should die before I wake, pray the Lord my soul to take. Though it may be before my time, wouldn't be my first trip to paradise and all that stuff. Cause she was one of the best things that had happened to me, man, for real. Yeah. So I just wanted to show her that I appreciate her. Well, it's a it's a beautiful song, and um, I thought Sonny was uh, who, uh, one of the artists on the songs. I was I was like I was thinking featured Sonny, but yeah, Sonny was the, uh, <laughs> the, the the name. Now, why why later did you decide to dedicate a song to her? Because you have a ton of music out now. You could yeah. have done that before. What what brought back feelings that you that you that stoked the fires in your heart to even create such a song? Um. Man, to be honest, a lot of my stuff, especially my earlier stuff, was, was about um, a different ex. So my mm. music has always been an outlet for me to express my feelings towards somebody. And um, yeah, when I wrote it, it was like her and I, we were saying I love you all the time. But I was like, I got to I gotta let her know, man. I got to let her know on a deeper level how much I really feel for her. So that's why I had to just dig deep. Mm. And also I wanted to... Um, I just wanted to, you know, show off my influences once again, because right. musically inspired by Raphael Sadiq once again, and um, in the second verse, I made an Isley Brothers reference when mm. I said, "If you want to ride on this voyage, set sail with me." Uh, kind of snagged that a little bit and changed it from uh, "Voyage to Atlantis," mm. which is like my favorite, favorite, favorite Isley Brothers song. Mm. Mm. I love that. I love that. For those of you listening, I am with the incredible Nico Bryant. You can find him on Twitter as who is Nico Bryant. He's also on Instagram as who is Nico Bryant. But you better find him on Spotify as Nico Bryant. He's also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Music. Follow him everywhere. He is awesome. He's got great music. This is from his 2021 EP, Foreplay, titled Great Song, Love of My Life, Sunny.
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. Take your mask off when you speak to me. Don't lie, I know you wanna be with me. Don't lie, you know you wanna freak with me. We all cuddled up in the sheets with me and holding hands walking down the street with me. But I know that you don't wanna fall in too deep because of them players doing you wrong. Well, this is the reason for me singing this song. That's why I spend all my money and my time until I go broke. You can take all of mine. I don't mind. Nah, it don't, it don't, don't matter to me. Just as long as you and I can be free and be fly. Not just in the clothes that we wear, but in the experience that you and I might share. I want the both of us to have a chance. Cause I know what we want is a real shot at romance. You just gotta open up. Hello everyone, this is Quincy Stallworth and we just listened to Love of My Life, Sunny by Nico Bryant. I'm back here with Nico Bryant. What is going on, my good friend, Nico? Hey man, I'm doing good. How you feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling some code away after listening to Love of My Life, Sunny. You know, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I need to go downstairs and tell my wife how I truly feel about her and how much I appreciate <laughs> her. You have stoked fires, fires from the heart of a, of, of a man who has, has been in his office yelling in, in, into the... the the ether. I don't know who's in there. <laughs> so, so okay. You 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 got you got us. You, you hooked us with love of my life, Sonny. You know you know you you are a all around. You're you're what I like to call a three sixty artist. Okay, mm. and you know and this is something I learned from so far sounds when I because I work for them. We're opening back. We're open. We're open back up. So Ooh. I would say this. Um, there are some. You would be surprised how many artists don't like cameras. And they not only do they not like cameras, they're very uncomfortable with being recognized for their uh, abilities. So what you find is yourself like trying to sneak shots, this, that, and the other. And and, and the idea of videos is just foreign to them. They they don't want to create a video. They just want to write a song and just, you know, and, and play it and somehow hope that money appears in their bank account. And it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you you have this unique ability to you know present yourself and it's it's really a talent because a lot of times they have to put you in what they call an artist uh, uh development uh, group mm-hmm. and you have a, a group of people and they help you develop you know you, you, you know michael jackson was very very shy even up until the beaded and 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 uh thriller days he was really shy didn't like coming out and it was quincy jones who like really brought him out of out of the closet now i see you have an incredible a manager who uh, who manages you. I- I'm wondering what helped you bring yourself out of out of your shell. What helped you uh, open up more as an artist? Um, man, I don't know. Cause for real, for real, when I was like when I was a kid and stuff like that, I tell my dad, I'd be like, get the camera, set it up, we about to film, <laughs> and we just we would just film whatever. I was always comfortable in front of a camera. Mm. Like when I was mad young. My favorite word was cheese because I thought someone was taking a picture or, or a video or something. So I was always like, cheese. Wow. So that um, me being able to put myself out there, it started there. And of course, as I started getting more serious about my art, about like the eighth grade, I did the talent show and mm-hmm. the musical and stuff. And I saw the reaction from girls. And so I was like, oh, I'm definitely putting myself out there. So by high school, by high school, man, I was singing in the the hallways and stuff like that, singing to girls on their birthdays in the cafeteria. So I was just, I was just always been used to uh, putting myself out there and getting in front of people, you know. Mm. So that's never been a, a, a big problem for me. Mm. But this time around, it's been, um, it's been way easier to like do videos and stuff like that because. Well, my first album only had one video and we shot that in school and it was like real basic and real quick. But now it's like, okay, I got time. I got somebody on my side who, who's a videographer, my boy Jacoby Simmons. He was mm-hmm. my teacher actually for audio and visual in high school. So shout out to him. And um, him and I, we work on different things. We got, we got more videos in the work. So that's exciting. So I now I have the people around me to help me execute my vision and kind of get in front of people more in, in a mm. visual sense. Now, over the pandemic, we all learned production. We all learned audio production, whether you, especially if you didn't want to, or you mm. chose not, if you chose to be ignorant, if you chose to be the artist that sat and paid the guy for the studio time, just sat there and let him and the producer figure out how they're going to put the track on, 
and then you walk in the booth. Well, you learn very fast that wasn't going to happen over uh, 2020. So mm-hmm. we all we all got a crash course in audio production, myself included. Now, did you find yourself uh, delving deeper into audio production and even getting lost in your love for it? Because I certainly did, and a lot of other artists did. People were like surprised what they can produce, you know, sitting on top of their mattress and, and, and putting a blanket over the head as they record something into a microphone. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> you know, you, we were all surprised what we were able to do and, and the level of production we could create. Uh, did you find yourself also doing that? Um, well, I've always produced all of my stuff, but mm. I think like with the pandemic and all, uh, it kind of, it allowed me to like zero in on what my sound is, you know? Yeah. That's where the yeah. whole jukebox soul thing came from and me figuring out exactly what that is, what that sounds like, what that feels like because um, my earlier stuff was a bit more like, um, I wouldn't say all over the place, but it was it was just like, it wasn't focused, focused. But with Foreplay and the, um, the album that's coming, it's called Forever Feelings. I wanted to like zero in on my sound. So the quarantine and pandemic really helped me do that. And I think the first step towards that and just trying to level up as a producer and all, it started when I was working on Before I Go Blind, mm. which was um, the EP I dropped last year. And that really, um, that project, cause I was, I made it cause I was frustrated working on the album. I was like, this ain't coming out how I wanted to. It's not like on the level that I needed to be. So I was like, let me work on something else and just just create, just to create. And so I made that. And then I was like, oh, this was nice. And mm-hmm. So I, I took some of them tactics, went back to the drawing board a little bit. And um, we got what we got with foreplay and forever feelings. So mm-hmm. my love of production grew a little bit more because I, I got a little bit more proficient at it and just figuring out who I am as a producer. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about this great song you co-produced for 2005, which features Yoji. Hopefully I said her name right. Called Can We Just Pretend? You also have a great video for this. And I want to talk about this video first because the video is it's, it's pandemic uh, video creation. But I love the way that you're chilling on the couch, holding the microphone, singing. I was like, I was like, is he able to naturally sing that well? Or, you know, because I'd imagine if I had a voice like yours, I'd have to be upright and, you know, and, and diaphragm support and, you know, all, you know, like, like, like an operatic vocalist, but you're like just chilling on the couch and, and then, you know, uh, Yoji's on the other, on the other side and she's singing in the middle of you guys have these lyrics popping up of the song, you know, who, who whose idea was that? I, th- I think it's a brilliant, uh, brilliant, brilliant piece of work, especially for the pandemic. Yeah, it was it was my idea for the for the video. Also, I just want to say, 2005. That's me. What? <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> you know, there, there are some. There, uh, so you 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 clearly have a Batman complex, basically. <laughs> you have a superhero <laughs> complex. <laughs> you know, you you go to dinner and people are talking about this great producer, 2005. And you're like, anybody who names themselves 2005 clearly has issues. And we're like, yeah, okay, Bruce, just chill out. <laughs> we like, oh. <laughs> you're that guy. Okay. The funny thing is, Batman was my favorite superhero growing up. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> you're sitting there, talking, you know, ignoring the conversation about a guy going around the city beating up criminals dressed as a bat. And we're like, listen, well, this is something we should talk about. And you're like, yeah, no big deal. All right. So, um, <laughs> listen, sir, you, 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 you did a great job on this. And, you, um, <laughs> you know, you co you did co-write it with Yoji. Don't tell me you also Yoji. <laughs> no, I'm not Yoji. <laughs> I'm not Yoji. Yoji is a talented vocalist. Um, how did you guys hook up? Um, so last year I did, um, the pull up on you challenge thing for Victoria Monet and um, Victoria Monet actually had reposted my little video and verse that I did with her acapella because she was like yo producers singers y'all add what y'all want and I added a verse I did like a whole little homemade video with it and so after Victoria reposted it Yoji hit me up was like yo I saw the video it was amazing I loved it I would love to work with you. I'm an artist from the UK. And I was like, all right, cool. So I checked out of her music because I don't blindly go in and say I'm going to work with somebody. I said, I'm going to get back to you 
and then I'm gonna listen to your stuff. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, <laughs> then it right. is what it is. But I heard that stuff. I was like, I really like the tone of your voice, and I, I like what you're doing. And so, um, first song that we did was Christmas Bay. Actually, no, 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 no. Can we just pretend it was the first song we did? But Christmas Bay came out first. So Christmas Bay came out, and then uh, Can We Just Pretend came out, and that was mainly her idea. She had the first, uh, she had her first part of the verse and the hook and the um, the posting that let's make it right, 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 all that stuff. Right. And then I I added my verse and my parts in the little can we, can we, can we. All that stuff. So we 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 do that together. It came out nice. Now you guys aren't even in the same city when you're doing this. Uh, Yeah, I I, I forget. I honestly don't know where uh, she's from, but I imagine it's far. So where? How how did how did how did this all work out? Was it Zoom? It was it was some Zoom calls. It was just. Yeah, because we, we was talking on Zoom like every week trying to figure this out. And I remember for a second, I was stuck on production. I was like, I don't know where to go with it. She was just like, you'll figure it out. And so mm. I was like, all right, cool. And I went and I listened to um, I listened to Usher's first album. And I'm okay. not talking about my way. I'm talking about his first from 94. Like, can you get with it and think of you and all that stuff? Right. So that kind of mid-90s Jodeci-esque type sound, I was like, that's what we need so i went and i did that and uh that's how it came about man for those of you who don't know yoji is a uk artist so you guys had to have a good uh internet connection number one okay who <laughs> who provides your internet who provides my internet yeah. verizon verizon whoa everybody in my neighborhood's got verizon i'm the only guy with comcast left it's crazy uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's uh, well do you want to say anything else about this uh can we just pretend with Yoji before we play it. Um, you were talking about the video earlier, and I kind of jumped in with my whole reveal that I'm 2005. But yeah. the video, yeah, the video is um my idea because I had a live performance the day after the EP dropped, and I was like, Yoji, you want to perform this with me? In quotations, because I knew if she tried to hop on the Instagram live, it would be like choppy and laggy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she sent a video over, and. Um. I used that same video in the lyric video, and I just went downstairs and sang on my couch. You see, you and oh. like you were saying, like you were saying with me just like laying on the couch, just singing and whatever, I was like, let me take the Marvin Gaye approach, because I saw this video where he was singing, I want you, uh-huh. with the band, and he was just laying on the couch, singing his face off. Right. And so, yeah, I saw that a few years ago, like when I was in ninth grade, and so, Ever since then, I've just been laying on couches because there was this couch in between the choir room and the tenors would go and they rehearse. And I would lay down and I would sing. Mm. And this one cat would always be like, yo, sit up, sing correctly. I was like, hey, do I sound good? Am I on, Am I right? He said, yeah. I said, then I'm good. Right, yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me sing. <laughs> yeah, so, but basically, yeah, the whole singing on the couch thing, that, was, that came from Marvin. For those of you who just joined us, I am with the awesome Nico Bryant. He's an incredible singer, songwriter, producer, and a technical genius, all right? <laughs> Make sure you follow him on Facebook. It's Nico Bryant. Follow him also on YouTube. Links will be in the description down below. I'll just throw that link tree down there, and that'll get him hooked. Then you can go over to Instagram and find him as who is Nico Bryant. He's also on Twitter as Nico Bryant. Who is Nico Bryant? I'm sorry. <laughs> and this is his incredibly talented song, incredible display of his talent in the music <laughs> with a UK artist named Yoji. Check her out. Yoji Music. He's available also on Instagram. This is their duet together titled, Can We Just Pretend? I'm a love. 
Quincy Stallworth, I'm here, and I'm back with the amazing Nico Bryant. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah, he's talented. He deserves the praise. Let's let's not sound like church. He deserves the praise. <laughs> what, what, what did you learn about yourself that you didn't know before uh, March 13th of 2020 when everything shut down and and uh, mm. and you couldn't be in rooms with people and practice anymore. And we were all afraid to be in studios with uh, two and three people. I'm sorry, sixteen <laughs> people. <laughs> uh, I never was in the studio with like sixteen people. It was always me, man. Oh, so okay. I I ain't had that that rough of an adjustment when it came to creating. But like, um, something that I learned about myself, I enjoy being around people for. For the amount of time, because I've 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 always been kind of like an extroverted introvert, so it's like when my social battery runs out, it's out. But it's like I've been in the house so long, it's charged up so much. It's like I could be out with so many people now. Of course, socially distanced, but like I, I love being around people. That's one thing. Another thing that I learned about myself is that. Uh, I really need, I needed to learn how to um, kind of depend on myself a little bit and, and be less dependent on um, women, because mm. I was uh, I was one I was trying to you know do my thing you know mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, just being in the crib I just learned like. I got to be solid with myself so I don't feel like I need to be with somebody. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's just going to be me and God. So yeah, had to, had to get right with me and God. And, and you also got to be careful with, as an artist, one of the things that I've seen artists fall into this trap of is they think, you know, um, interact, you know, in intimacy is a reward for their music. And that's something that's very dangerous because what happens is when you start to fall in, in music creation is nothing but a lifetime of course creation. So, uh, so what you're doing, course correction. So what you're doing is yeah. like, you're on a certain course and you have to correct yourself because trends change, sounds change, you know, auto tune came on us and everybody was upset. And now like, we can't imagine a song without auto tune. As a matter of fact, I tell some people you should auto tune your voice. So, you know, but there was a time where people were just like, oh, I'm not touching auto tunes. And those artists kind of got, you know, they kind of got, you know, 
they didn't get to play like they wanted. Where you know they expected themselves to get. And you know, you, you know, sometimes when artists are like, you know, hey, you know, if I do good music, the ladies love me, you know. But the important thing is to do great music and then like let the people respond, react, you know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean that, that, yeah, that's you know, you're not the only person. Uh, you know, I'm, you're gonna see a lot of breakups. I tell you that much this summer. <laughs> you're gonna see a yeah. lot of, of breakups because a lot of people had pandemic booze. They had pandemic, uh, there were pandemic uh, uh, engagements that I saw. I, I was watching, I was like, why are you doing that now? And, you know, they're like, you know, I got to live my life. And it's like, no, you're trapped with this person. And now you're like, you know, it's like being on an island. You know, you know I'm going to marry this joker. <laughs> and then when they rescue you, they bring you back to civilization. And, they, you know, they drop you off in, in Las Vegas. You know, they're like, well, you know, uh, what happened on that island was one thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, you know, you're going to see a lot of pandemic booze, like suddenly, you know, especially this summer when we, you know, when, when as it goes, as it goes crazy. Um, and it's by New Year's Day. Oh, it, it's going to be like New Year's Day is New Year's Day of this year. I would say what, 2022? It's going to yeah. be the biggest party. I'm telling artists, book your New Year's Day performance. You're going to make a lot of money. And make mm-hmm. a lot of friends. It's going to be yes. the biggest thing ever. Because everybody's going to be, everybody who ain't vaccinated, or at least be around people who are vaccinated. So that brings you closer to herd immunity, herd immunity and you're okay. So yep. that being said, what's next for Nico Bryant? What's next for Nico Bryant is just uh, getting these videos ready, getting my band and stuff ready for performances when they start opening up and all, and uh, getting ready to drop the album. Mm. Now, Nico, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'm now a fan. I follow you on across all the platforms. Oh, uh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I follow you on everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. But I got to know, what's up with merch? What can I do to support you You as a musician? What can I do to support you as an artist? You know, I, I, I got to send my money somewhere, right? What, what can I do? Merch is coming soon. Probably sometime... Uh... Sometime this summer, early fall, we should have merch going. Because I've always had, like, my own hats and whatever. But I really want to get merch out to people. Especially since, like, uh, in the Skies video, I had this shirt. It was my my name in uh, graffiti and whatever. And I got that done a few years ago. But it's like, I want to... I want to get other... I want to allow other people to have stuff like that, you know? Just because it would be cool walking down the street somewhere and seeing somebody wear a Nico shirt. Yeah, man. Especially on South Street in Philly when, it, when you know, as things are all like, you know, b- bumping and, and partying. You definitely want to get that merch. People will buy it. People, you know, I, I went to a uh, a, a vaccine, uh, vaccinated um, barbecue yesterday and it was like, you know, nobody mm-hmm. wanted to leave early. The thing started during the daytime. My wife and I, we left somewhere around six. People were just, you know, they, they didn't want to leave. I was just like, wow, that's <laughs> and that's how people are going to be all, 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 you know, all year. That's how, especially twenty twenty two. So get your band together, get ready to, to get ready to blow up. That being said, let's talk about this awesome song "Skies" on your twenty twenty one EP foreplay with the awesome and talented, the brilliant Dan. Yes, well, sir. First of all, the video is hot. Um, I watched the video. Was this shot? This was shot in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, this was in Philly. I love I love anything photographed or shot in Philly. I'm a photographer, and I often set up shoots in Philly. And you'd be amazed. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know, Philadelphia. I'm like, listen, this city is hot. Okay, this city's got some great locations. And then when I take them to a location, they're like, I didn't know this was here. This is incredible. And you, you have <laughs> great locations. You have a uh, uh, lovely young lady, lovely scenery. And then you got the awesome... The Brewing and Dan also in this video. So tell me something about this video that that uh, I didn't pick up from watching it thirteen hundred times today. <laughs> <laughs> um, something about the video you may not know. Um, all right. So um, the part where me and Dan, you know, we playing the guitars and stuff like that. That's paying homage to Rafael Sadiq and D'Angelo's "Be Here" video. Oh. They were outside playing their guitars and stuff. So. I definitely wanted to incorporate that because first of all, you know we see your address in this video, so oh, that's not my address. Oh, okay. I was gonna say for the stalker females, uh, get ready, <laughs> get ready, get ready. 
Nah, that's a that's a family friends crib. Oh yeah, family so let's let's crib. let's crash this spot. <laughs> <laughs> we want Nico Bryant, bring him out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, you guys are on Broad Street. You know, oh my god, I love the scenery, the the camera angle. It's it's so clever. I mean, and then and like and then it's it, and then it's not a, a static shot video. It's 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 like you know. You and you and Brilliant Dan on the street rapping, and then you jump into vocals. I honestly didn't ex- expect the vocals. I thought you were going to just like do like a hip hop song, but then you switch it up. You're like your own one man TLC, and it was like, <laughs> or B- BBD. No, I'm sorry, you're your own one man BBD. You're you're uh, you're um, you, you're Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. You're all on. <laughs> Man, that's from New Edition. Yeah, I, I'm, same thing. BBD, I don't know. I'm confused right now. I'm just, it's, it's the same family tree. They yes, all the, same family all the same tree. Thing. Yo, what can I get this Nico shirt from with the basketball on it, man? <laughs> like I said, that was that was the one I got done a few years ago. But uh, I'm going to hit the artist up, and I'm going to be like, yo, can we sell this joint? Make sure you get a cut of it. He say, yeah. Boom, we're going to put that up. Yeah, make sure you get a 5X for me. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let, let, let's talk about this video. This is a really good video. And I, it, it's like, it's like well lit. It's all over the place. And when I say all over the place, I mean, not just uh, one static shock, it, it shot. It's just jumping around. And I like that about this video. So, yeah. first of all, you, you, you're an acoustic guitar player or you just play both electric and guitar? I play, I got an acoustic. I can play electric a little bit. But like acoustic is what I learned on. Right. And I ain't gonna lie, I ain't I ain't the best at all on it, but um, I get the job done. <laughs> yeah, you go. Then you get you you get you get you get you get grab an acoustic and do it in a pinch. Yeah, I can do a little something something with it. <laughs> now, what was the uh, what was the song? What can you can you talk about this production of the song and, and and what it was like? You know, putting this song together and, and your writing process for the song. So the hook that. Um, brilliant dan did it was actually from something that he sent me a while not a while back but a a, a good minute ago he um it was a song it was part of a song that he was doing that he never finished and he kind of just left it he was like let me know what you think about this i was like send me the vocals for that hook Mm. so i got the vocals and then um i went through i found some cool little loops and stuff like that on splice and um I threw it together and I wanted the song to be reminiscent of like um Soul Quarians era, like um Common, D'Angelo, Badu, the Roots, especially the Roots. Cause um I made a reference to Things Fall Apart at the end. Or the third verse, I said, Things Fall Apart, we knew this from the start. And then yeah. I said, Ever since the light first met the dark, way back in Genesis. And that was a reference to Dan's project, his most recent project called The Light Meets the Dark. And I was like, it, it just made sense for for all of that to flow together. So I wanted it to be like a early two thousands neo soul hip hop type track. So what you gave us is a shared universe track here, record basically. This is a shared universe. You got to listen to the brilliant Dan. You also got to listen to some early Nico Bryant, and then yeah. you come back to skies. That's how music should be written. There should be references all over the place all the time. Well, that's what I do. I always love to show show um love to my influences and stuff like that so uh that's just that's just what i do now this was directed by the amazing and talented young dynamic is that also you yes it is <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it you're, you're just you're just you're just a really great artist and i love this thank you man. um is, is 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 there anything else you want to say before we play uh skies uh, just want to give a shout out to Jacoby Simmons, the videographer. That's my dude. Um, shout out to Sarah, the girl who's in the video. I go to school with her. Uh, she's great people. I love her. Shout out to my brother, the brilliant Dan. It's been my dog since the third grade. So, uh, yeah. Well, for those of you who have joined us, I am talking to the awesome, uh, brilliant Dan. Make sure you guys watch this crazy, great video skies featuring the brilliant Dan on YouTube. It's got some great uh post video uh bloopers. I love them. I'm watching them now. This Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I just want to say about that. So the part where Dan is hanging upside down. Yeah, I was just like in what? the rim. Yeah. He he wasn't he was supposed to sit on the rim. But he's 
he's a special type of a person. So, <laughs> so he had accidentally got his feet caught in there. Uh-huh. We was just like, this is how we're going to film it. So that's <laughs> what we did. <laughs> well, it was great. It was great. It's got the, uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great setup. Uh, for those of you listening, I am speaking to the awesome Nico Bryant. You can find him on Instagram as who is Nico Bryant. Also on Twitter as who is Nico Bryant. You can mm-hmm. find his great music and videos on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Amazon Music, and also on Deezer. He is an all-around great and brilliant artist. This is Nico Bryant with The Brilliant Dan from his 2021 EP, Foreplay with Skies. I don't want to wait for signs. It's kind of the abrasive side. If you want to weigh this fine, I'd rather sit and gaze at the skies. I don't want to wait for signs. It's kind of the abrasive side. If you want to weigh this fine, I'd rather sit and gaze at the skies. Uh, I never how much I used to love her, wanted to cuff her I didn't know then, I couldn't trust her Come to find out she had another Young brother she was sneaking with undercover It all started when I met her on a cloudy day on broad and chestnut Walking down the street, shaking her butt as she struck Had me singing my, my, my Praying to the Lord, please don't let her pass me by And then she stopped and said, hi I said, how you doing? My name is Nico But you can call me anytime She said, What we got when she stopped pulling up to Netflix and chill. That's when things got ill. She started telling me, telling me.
We want to thank Nico Bright for coming on. You are an awesome artist. We appreciate you spending some time and talking to us with, about your music. Make sure you guys check him out. Links will be in the description down below. His Instagram, his YouTube channel. Check out the amazing Nico Bryant and find out who he is. Stay tuned for our next interview with the amazing Yanyu Span. She is a artist out of Philadelphia and she makes really great music and I am looking forward to guys hearing her music. She is phenomenal. Stay tuned. You can find her on Instagram and on Facebook. Yanyu Span. Uh, the episode, I think that's going to be episode uh, one. 67 yeah we're up there we're getting up there sorry i sound distracted i just can't believe we're that far up 167 coming up quince questions has been a production of anchor.fm and the good people over at spotify the music you heard was given and provided was by by nico bryant and his production company the music here in the background is from epidemic sounds we also wanted to thank the talented staff of 1030designs.com for crafting our logos and promotional materials. Our technical director is Tahara Goldstein. Our editor-in-chief is Joshua Stevens out of Falkroft, PA. Our engineer is Caden Riley out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Our interviews are written and produced by Janet Gilmore, Kayla, and Kyra Coven. These interview writers change every episode. It's never the same. So I thank you all for contributing. I'm Quincy Stallworth. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Money world.